0: Amateur drinking, professional drinking by Birdie Buddies. If you want to hit them straight out there, please check out Fairway Rolling
1: every week. Available on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got
2: Majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Change up, change
3: up, change up. 24, fight a championship. A thousand percent confirmed. Not Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mut, mut 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 oh, mut 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 mut
2: mut 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 mut
3: Shout out to that guy, Greg. I like th- delicious chicken. It was repot. It was repot. It's professional, it's professional. Wrestling.
4: Wrestling. wrestling.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, is back on Tuesday, May 30th, after a big week in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Well, I'm in New York City. You're forever 24-7 champion. Very upset because I just found out that my uh, my favorite laundromat is... Is going away. It's a very tough day for me. Uh, my friend Brian, who does a great job, uh, I don't know where I'm going to send my clothes. It's going to be there's a lot. There's a lot to deal with. There's a lot of thoughts. I know people. <laughs> you might have thought I was upset with the Celtics loss. Not so much. It's really more about this laundry mat situation. But I am joining you from New York City, from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We have the physically large stack guy, Greg. Well,
4: welcome to uh, you know the Celtics are out of it. You don't have a, a real team to root for. So just welcome to the. To the cheap seats, P. You know, Knicks fans, we've been here for a while.
3: Yeah. And by the way, Knicks fans love to bring up the Knicks. I, I love DJ. Like, DJ John's texting me during the game. Y'all are playing like the Knicks right now. I'm like, <laughs> no. Why are you bringing them up? If we were playing like the Knicks, we would have actually not been playing at all. That would have been playing <laughs> like the Knicks. That's that's actually a good reply, too, and by the way. <laughs> that's what exactly what good. I said. And I also posted, damn, why is Jalen Brown out here dribbling like he's Julius, Julius Randall? And Knicks fans were like, "Oh my God, that's a cheap shot! Why are you taking?" I was like, "Calm down, <laughs> calm down! Oh my, what a sensitive bunch." Mm-hmm. Um, also joining us from Los Angeles, it is the physically miserable, though less so now than four minutes ago. You, it's it's a minute by minute misery um, scale. When when you show up, he looks angry, surly. I'd say. And now that you get, once he starts getting, things get going, the physically somewhat happy, not miserable Brian Dipperstein. You wish.
2: What? You wish You wish that's how it's going. You wish you weren't miserable? You still are? No, you, you, you wish I was getting happier by the minute here. Oh, no. It oh, looked like boy. there was an
3: uptick. Yeah,
2: I saw an uptick. I, I feel like I probably could have coached the Celtics to victory. I you, feel like most people could have. Don't pass <laughs> it to this one. Pass it to that one. Right. Score some more points, will you? Yeah. That's sort of how I was feeling
3: the whole game. You uh, Score more points, will you?
2: Yeah. Why can't you score more points on the
3: other team, Celtics? Yeah. If you're trying to win this game, that was like uh, th- there was a video game when we were young called uh, Joe Montana's quarterback. And it would be like, ask when, Joe. for When we were young. Not, not when. <laughs> yeah. What, not me and Dick you? when was young.
4: Yeah. How much older? I probably caught the just. I probably caught just the tail end of, like, the early Nintendo. It's
3: really when I was young. Sorry. So Joe Montana's quarterback, it would be like, ask Joe for advice. And then I'd be like, you hit the button. And Joe would be like, if you want to win the game, score more points than your opponent. And you'd be like, thanks, Joe. Appreciate your help. This is going to help me a big time.
2: The uh, The only football video game that I ever was good at or mastered in any way was Madden 97.
3: Mm. really madden 97 i wasn't no excuse me what am i what am i saying madden 2001 2001 i I was completely out at this point i was 13 my madden years my madden years were 92 and 93 those were the big madden years, and then of course nhl 94 95
2: have you tried to play a Madden these days? I mean, oh, you my. might as well just be on an open
3: you, you, heart surgery table. You have I to be a coach. I don't know.
2: I don't know what's going on with Madden. Now. No, no, dude.
3: Well, I don't know about Madden. Have they're you tried to hard. play? Have you tried to play the NBA?
2: It's it's everything's 2K. a mini game. Know, no, no, uh, no. They're
3: controlling. They're controlling all five players. They're running plays. It's. <sighs> It's bad Give bed. it to
2: the guy closest to the basket. Okay. No, no, <laughs> listen. Bed. You
3: know what yeah. I want to do? Here's, here's, and this is how you know that we're old. To me, a sports game is you get, oh, I'm playing with the Bulls. Jordan takes the inbound. He never passes the ball. You run around till you find a shot. You shoot. That's it. Call it a day. You're, you
2: run around, use turbo. You, oh, no, you no, You got to use turbo. You, gotta, you have to use you turbo. You got to use Let turbo. Let me tell you, these you people that didn't use turbo, I mean, you got to be out of your mind not to use turbo. There was, <laughs> oh, There's that, some non turbo people out there.
3: Well, guess what they were doing? They were losing games. Oh, yeah. Um, So, guys, welcome to the show. We have to get to it, actually. We don't even I don't have a lot of bagel time right now because there was a lot of wrestling this weekend. A lot.
2: You don't have bagel time?
3: I mean, listen, I always have bagel time. Um, Zach Linder did go to the bagel shop that I was referring to that Dip and I argued about. Was it a a grocery a, a bodega or a bagel shop? Zach has weighed in that he believes confirmed bagel shop he uh, sent dip up when he sent you the the, the picture he i sent didn't realize it was
2: that place he
3: what he, excuse me he cropped out the funyuns and the
2: the the peach uh, the peace sour peach rings and you know because the, he was the, showing, the, no, no, he the laundry he, detergent he,
4: he was if making i may point. though i saw the picture and that's definitely even even if he left that stuff in thank you a, the other stuff what he that, was point- like there's a rack of like bagels fresh baked like from no, top no, to tons, to bottom. No, no, tons. Top to bottom. Yeah. It, there was a line this, out the door. This little rack in the corner that I'm talking about right here, yeah. can you see that? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, not yeah. A, that's, that's not a boat. That's not bodega. Be on that rack.
3: That's all but it's not, it's all Except bagels. You and what bagels. he was showing <laughs> you was what he was showing you was, and you're ignoring, the amount of coffee options go beyond bodega. There's like a latte machine. There's a whole thing of yeah. coffee There's there's a, a, okay, there's a latte thing.
2: machine, but there's also like on the side, you know, like you know, the, the blue-collar people, although they're not waiting in line for their coffee. They go around a schedule. They're they they they're pumping the coffee on the side of the place. I saw pumping going on.
3: I saw what do you mean pumping? pumping? What do you mean do You, mean you know,
2: they, they already made coffee. They're pumping. I saw pumping.
3: Listen, that may be true, but I'm telling you, it's a bagel shop. It's uh, a bagel shop. I, I don't Listen, know what's going on here. Yeah, just you're just you're you're sometimes. you live a new bougie Los Angeles lifestyle where the bagel places sell seven bagels, they close at eleven AM. If you're not there by eleven, you can't get a bagel, and you go home. And
4: in New and York you dip. they you combine waited. everything.
3: You Otherwise they on the
4: confirmed. I didn't know it was that place because of the cropping.
3: Because <laughs> of so the
4: cropping. Well, well, it's good. A blind vote will we'll take the blind vote.
3: But I did have the pleasure of meeting uh, Baby Henry Linder, aka Single H. Yeah, that is. uh, Listen, I have to tell you something about Zach, a repugnant individual, a thousand percent, who somehow, thanks to his lovely wife Amanda, produced a child of the highest level cuteness. Um, And by the way, Single H, he's already doing the spit. He can do the full spit. Oh, mate! And and the the oh yeah, the whole thing. Um. But he's unfortunately he's not of an age where he can even play a game. You can't even say time to play the game. He's too little. He cannot play a game. All he can do is, is kind of sit there. So uh, where do you I guys can't want? See a,
2: I can't see a friend's baby until they're at least two years old. Then that, you know, then I can communicate with
3: the child because so you can have some sort of. Uh, I
2: need some interaction.
3: Well, and the nice thing with your best friend Howie is that there's always a new child turning two. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you blink, there's another one turning two. Boom. Right. Another one. There's another one about to turn two. So um I guess we'll start with let's start with the big headlines from the Saudi show. Um I th- the number one headline for me. I mean, we all we all were sort of right about Cody. I mean, it, it was Brock's yeah, time.
4: It it was. I mean, you called it, I mean, perfectly, right? Cody has one arm, there's not gonna be much he can do. Brock is going to get the win, and then it looks like they're headed towards a rubber match because now it's Cody who says that he's not done with Brock, uh, whereas after Backlash, it was Brock who wasn't done with Cody.
3: So, I mean, they they, 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 made, they set up a situation where Cody had to lose and basically lost nothing by losing, but it's a loss. Um, so I thought that was uh, whatever. Uh, maybe the biggest thing that I looked past was the possibility of Bianca losing to Asuka
4: yeah i think i think everyone um looked past it there was it was a i was stunned at home um i know people online were shocked about
3: it i don't think anybody saw it coming and then
4: as it was the way they got to it was so brilliant
3: as it was happening like i'm not kidding like in the minute before it happened i was like you know what this could happen here why didn't we consider it i like i kind of realized we because we all talked about it leading up to mania and then I remember sitting at Mania as the huge WWE business deals were going on and was like, oh, well, she's not losing now. But now here we are, and we're removed from all of that Michigas, and it's just a regular sort of event and a really good event to have Bianca lose because it's not at home in front of, like, you know, crying little American girls. It's got, like, a different it, – it feels a little removed from the week to week of WWE. Right, right. Kind of dawned on me, oh, she could lose. Plus, you have the mist thing, and then I agree with you. I have to tell you, I enjoyed the um mist to the hand. It Dip, was... you're a mist aficionado. What were your teas on the the hand mist?
2: I love the mist to the hand. I mean, it was real. I'm gonna have to use
3: that on yeah. certain people. You I, can I, <laughs> what? in a meeting of sorts like you, you shake hands with someone who you don't like and rub yeah, a little mist it. on their hand and then they go to rub their eyes during the meeting and they're like ah and they start falling over at the table yeah That's make exa- sure you was... tape
4: up your fingertips like oscar though because we don't you don't want the mist to go right on your bare hand have you ever seen that before
3: no they said in the thing they said muda didn't they Muda's say they've never done that they, they said that, it, like, they referenced Muda. I don't remember ever seeing that, but I'm no I think they referenced Muda him expert.
4: because she did the mist, and, like, because she does the mist.
3: Yeah, no, Muda, no, but
4: I thought, Muda I thought taped they meant his
2: specifically fingers. the hand. Yeah, Muda taped his fingers, but he didn't, he didn't tape the whole hand.
3: But for the record, that could have been done in some sort of Japan, Japanese Muda match we never saw in our lives. I mean, I'll tell you this. It was awesome, and it was different, yes. and it looked great. And by the way, I'm happy about this. It was time... Bianca had to find there has to be a story. There has to be a a, a motivation. I'm sorry. I don't care. I, I, you can say I'm wrong on John Cena. You can say I was wrong. I just don't believe you can week to week root for a good guy forever. Who's just good and athletic and wins. I just don't think there's enough there. I think at some point they have to have some sort of motivation and some sort of story. And I hope that this is a good thing for Bianca.
0: Here's
2: what I think needs to happen in this story. I think that they need to do a double turn. I think, you know, where where would it be absolutely insane for Bianca Belair to turn heel? Yes. I mean,
3: yeah, I think No, no, I'm not saying insane. it bad. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Would it be insane good to me? Yes. Would it be insane though knowing how we know WWE to be? Yeah, I think it would be insane.
4: Here's I what don't I'll think say, this though. is the catalyst for that though. I don't think this is the thing that Yeah, it doesn't feel like well, enough for over the What's edge. the story
3: then? Well, no, no, the story I'm talking about is one that's very basic. I mean, it, this is not like getting into like Crazy stuff, but just having some sort of motivation to overcome Oscar. Her. Here's the thing about Oscar.
2: Here's the thing about Oscar. She's awesome. She looks better than ever. She's, I think, probably the best pound for pound female wrestler right now. I would say in ring in WWE. Okay? Totally By fair. Head. I would say she does not tell a great story. Is is a downside to Oscar? It's not really great when she's a heel. It's not really. It's not compelling when she's a heel. It's not really compelling when she's a face. She's just. Her superpower is that her in-ring ability is incredible. She's tell a really great story in the ring, but outside mm. the ring, there's not much going on there. So, I you know, I, like they can put on great matches and if that's what that's what their gimmick is going to be, then great. But it, it's not, it's not going to keep me like dying to see the segments week to week with the two of them if they continue that story, which they will. I'm sure they'll do a, you know, there'll be a SummerSlam rematch or something or Money in the Bank rematch and a SummerSlam rubber match.
3: And oh, this yeah. one, and that one,
2: but uh, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not going to be dying to see what happens.
3: Hey, listen. Sometimes you just need to be happy that you got a little something. Did you get a little something in that match? I, I, yeah, that's, I that's what saying, I mean. The whole
2: event. The whole event was a great event, honestly. Yeah,
3: no, there were, some there were several somethings. There were several somethings, and that was uh, one of the somethings. Uh, SUG, what do you think was the next something that you'd like to chat
2: about? I wouldn't say egg everything. I would say no, no,
3: no. Egg you? everything. No, no, no. I would say it really, no, no, no. That was like a really nice egg or like a really well done sesame. By the way, dip, I I'm sure you didn't listen to the Carmelo interview yet, but he gave his bagel order. I asked your question and we're not telling the answer to you. You got to go listen and find it yeah. for yourself.
2: Okay. All right.
3: <laughs> he gave, he gave an actual bagel order. I got a minute.
2: plane ride coming up as you know. So
3: he's, he's a very, very compelling individual. Um, all right. Yeah. So SGG, what else, what else stood out to you from Saturday?
4: Obviously, the other big thing that everybody's talking about from Saturday night, right? the super kick heard around the world. two um, of them. Yeah, yeah, two of them, two big ones that everybody saw coming, but no one no one saw it happening here in Saudi, right? I think we all predicted that that Roman and solo would somehow become tag team champions, and that would that would twist the knife a little bit for the Usos, but they never even let it get to that point. Um, Jimmy. Jimmy did the thing that he said Jay should have done years ago, and um,
3: you're talking about he, you're talking you're saying that he kicked Roman's head off. I believe is what you're saying. Yeah,
4: twice.
2: Let me just. Can I, can I <laughs> out? Uh, it's nice to see that they're treating these Saudi shows now as actual pay per views or PLEs with with stories. At Good the very call. beginning, it was just a bunch of exhibitions with like yes. legends, and it was like, what do I need to watch this for? Now, finally, with you know Asuka, the Asuka thing and 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 the Jimmy Uso th- and the Bloodline storyline being furthered, now they feel like you have to you can't miss these. No, Whereas it's, it's before it's, they were just like a joke.
4: I feel like I gotta push back a little bit because I feel like we say that after every Saudi show, though, right? Because there was the Saudi show with Roman and Brock where their story led into it and then came out of it. And I'm, and I'm not talking about a compliment. the compliment. No, I know, but I'm what? saying like, at, what are you at pushing this... back on? Because this is a this is the. Um sort of stale, because they they have been treating these Saudi shows like, at least for the past two years, like a show that matters in what's happening in the... I, I,
3: think, I think it's a sliding scale.
4: Yeah,
2: I, mean, I like the way they've evolved. I'm not saying... Yeah, yeah. They, I'm I don't not think- saying, like, this is the only one that has a story. You're arguing against nothing.
3: No, he's I saying mean- it already happened. I disagree with both of you. I'm saying it's not brand new, and it's also... The show SGG is referring to, where they where they forwarded the Roman Brock story, yes. But I bet if we looked at the rest of the show, it didn't have as many things being forwarded. Whereas now it's like straight up like a PLE. It just continues in the series of PLES.
2: Yeah, they don't not just throwing it, Goldberg in there anymore.
3: Right. It's been a slower. It, they've they've increasingly made them more meaningful. And I do think now you're like, yeah, this just felt like a. It was Night of Champions. It just felt like a show.
4: And I will say this, too, about specifically the Bloodline story. I appreciate that they, and even like Bianca Asuka, which you touched on a little bit, I appreciate that they didn't sort of like have the big blow-off moment happen at WrestleMania and then move into the rest of the year with like, okay, and now we're telling all these brand new stories. They're using their biggest stories and their biggest stars to make these less meaningful pay-per-views matter just as much as like the big four because everybody expects something to happen at a Survivor Series or a SummerSlam or a Royal Rumble or a Mania. But to take a night of champions and have that be the night where Bianca's run as the longest women's champion of the modern era ends and have that be the same night where the bloodline fully implodes, I think it it says something about what they're trying to do with these lesser uh, or these B-level PLEs because those are big somethings.
2: I didn't. I, it's so funny. I don't feel like the Bianca run is that long. That's didn't it's long. Didn't feel. I did, I guess, but it didn't. It doesn't feel that way to me. I guess that's a good thing.
4: <laughs> well, yeah. it doesn't does because right alongside it, you have Gunther, who's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of this century, and Roman. Is who that true? Just passed, uh, dude. Yeah. If you want to flip what you just said,
3: if you if you if you want to flip what you just said into a negative. <laughs> The one downside is I thought about it last night when Gunther came out. I'm like, the whole Gunther thing is kind of being slept on because he's up against Roman's Thousand Days this week, right? Like, and that's the same thing that happened. And with the same with thing with Bianca. It's it is interesting that they've decided to use essentially the same story with three different people. Like Roman's is the A one, you know. And then Bianca and Gunther are both made to be a big deal, particularly Gunther. They've made it a big thing. You're right. Really, I mean, I mean, the, w- that,
2: that German accent
3: there, Gunther. Gunther. Ooh. What I can't say is how, whatever they say right before they say Gunther. What does he say before that? I hate that. La, oh, la, la digger la da ba. <laughs> La didger, la diggeridoo. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to say this to Gunther's <laughs> By the <laughs> way, it, because I'm because my mom was born in Germany and I'm of Eastern European descent, am I allowed to – I'm allowed to mock and say bad German, aren't I? I oh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. I'm, so. I'm good to go. I have no idea what they're saying there. Does anybody know what he's saying? The ring general. The ring general, yeah. In English or he's saying it in another language? He's saying it in, in English with his accent.
2: Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like when he says that. He, I like the rest of it. I, gotta, I don't like well, it.
3: I got I to I play it. We gotta, I'm going to have to play it while we're sitting ugh. here because it does yeah, not I don't, sound I don't, like
2: that. Ugh. It is that though.
3: Did you guys see, by the yeah. way, real, real quick while we're talking about Raw? Did you guys, uh, you guys, happen to see during the Alpha Academy match when Sammy and KO went on commentary? Fantastic work from both of them on commentary. It was it was really fun. It was really fun. It was particularly fun. SGG, if you go back and pay attention, it was particularly fun for like the first five minutes. When you get to like the second five minutes, where now the match is going on. You sort of maybe I'm a guy who's into broadcasting obviously so I'm biased. I start to be like, okay, there's no one calling the match really in a real way. But did you see how re- if Corey was working, he's a genius. Did you see how annoyed Graves for them? And and when they cut back to him on camera, do you see his face? No. It's he literally- <laughs> He looks so done with it. I'm so curious about whether he was working or not, because I do not know. But when they said, like, oh, what are you going to say here? And he was like, I'm just sitting back here and watching you guys. Oh, oh letting you guys do a Manning cast.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the man Manning
2: cast. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't notice this part.
3: Did you, did you watch the match? Did you, did you watch the no, – no judgment. It's Tuesday. It was, we're talking about Raw last night. It was Alpha Academy versus I Imperium. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, so if you Sammy go, if and Ko
4: you, were out before the match, and then they jumped right on commentary when uh, Alpha Academy came out,
3: yeah, and they just did the whole match. And so at some uh. points they tried to reference Graves, and Graves had nothing to say. And then afterwards, when they cut to Graves on camera with Kevin Patrick, yeah. Kevin Patrick was like, "Wow, that was something, Graves." And Graves was like, "Eh."
2: <laughs> it's very much dude. It's I have to go mixed. back and watch it. I, I guess I wasn't paying attention that that uh intently. But,
3: but I will say, yeah, it is interesting that they have all these storylines sort of working at the at the same time. Um but yeah, the Gunther thing is interesting. I wonder where when did where, he win it? It's 5 years ago, 10 years ago. Is that guy Greg? No idea yeah. when he won it. Well, how long how, we we're at um we're not we're
4: not past the year mark yet, though I don't think. You sure? Yeah, I don't think we hit the year mark yet.
3: It's it's a long run. It's it a, long, a long it's a long run. run. And I will say though, the funny thing is we we mock sort of when they repeat these storylines and with you know some legit reason, but it has made the IC title much more meaningful. It will mean something more when he loses it. Who as a he result lose to of this, do we think? I, I to me, they're setting up dominance for him so big. It's more like, what does he win and add to it? Right. You know, I I. I like if they're building Gunther the way it seems like they want to. I don't hate the idea of a massive Gunther Roman match. I really don't. I think it could be pretty compelling. I think that but could be too. what we're headed. I think it could be what we're headed towards. He's gunting
2: and gunting, dude.
3: All right. So back to the Jimmy and Jay of it all. Um, we've now clearly taken an interesting step here with the bloodline storyline. Implosion is imminent, a thousand percent. Eminent, I would say, Eminent. it happened. That was implosion. Yeah, There's but no, you know, coming
4: back for that, but yeah, it was implosion,
2: I, Jace.
3: It was implosion, Jace, though, because Jay did not support Jimmy, and Solo there was did some not
2: support. I, I'm sensitive. No, he no support.
3: He left with them. That wasn't support. He was. He was leaving with him. Not support. He was relu- He was fighting against it and being pulled with him. But he clear they made a point to show you he was not happy with it. He was no, like, he, "What are you doing?" He did doing? look
4: stressed. He did look very. That was the, very the, worried about.
3: That's the what the next setup steps. here is. I be, I believe the setup is, guys. I, I everyone's going. So are we getting Jimmy Roman next? I believe the setup we're getting is finally Jimmy versus Jay.
2: No, no, you're getting Jimmy. I just like I said last week, they're gonna do you now every combination of everything at the tag. They're gonna do a single. This one will face that. Okay, so okay, Jay. so
3: prediction. So what's what's next at Money in the Bank? How about you have Jimmy win Money in the Bank?
2: Kind of but that would be great. That would be mage.
3: But if not, let's assume he's not in the Money in the Bank match. What is the – so what is your prediction? You're, say, you're not saying it's Jimmy versus Roman. You think the next one is like something else, some I other think combo? Roman
2: doesn't have a match
4: that Money in the Bank.
3: I think he does. Has to. Yeah. Th- in England?
4: He's a, it's international. Maybe oh. We might not get him all the time in the States, but – International Rome. <laughs> yeah. His passport passport's getting stamped. Those titles are going, uh, making a trip to London, I'm sure.
3: So I would say, I think we probably will get Jimmy versus Roman then at Money in the Bank.
4: No, I think you're right, though. You've convinced me with, you've done done very little to convince me, but you've convinced me that Jimmy J, if Jimmy is going to eventually get Roman, the first step is going to have to be going through one or both of his brothers.
3: But isn't that backwards? Here's the hard part. What should come first? Roman, which you essentially know he's going to lose. Or him and Jay, which in a way is bigger because it's two brothers and you have no idea who's gonna win.
4: Yeah, I think him and Jay, right? I think cause I I think Roman has to make them prove his make Jay prove his loyalty again. Like, you know, you all these people have stabbed me. You didn't even want to do it. Jimmy it. You know what you it to is? It. Like, I got it. You have to prove I got your it. Loyalty.
3: I got it. I got it. Hand me the pencil. I got it. Here, hold on. Hold on. Here you go, P. Right, thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Here's what it is. It's Jimmy versus roman at money in the bank jimmy has a great opportunity either by accident or on purpose jay costs jimmy jimmy gets pinned one two three by roman roman's now done with jimmy and we move on to jimmy versus jay at summerslam good night and good
2: that would be so major i mean we've been talking about the two of them having a, a feud for years but then, you know, you have Solo there. They're going to use Solo for 10 Raw's and SmackDown's or whatever they wherever show they're on. So,
3: you know. Yeah, Smackdown. but they can't have all of them involved at the same time. They're just going to have to find something else for Solo or Solo is just going to have to keep walking around with Roman. I mean, I think it's fine. You know, Solo can sort of do in a weird way what Rhea's doing. I mean, they're both very mage, but sort of what they're doing is they have their matches against people, but the main thing they're doing is being part of something else, which... I think in both cases is benefiting them. I mean, at some point Rhea's is going to need to have a real sh- opponent, but right now Rhea's is over she is over like Rover. And all she really does is walk around with her title with the, the judgment day and then squash someone at a PLE and go to the next thing or squash a J <laughs> which by the yes. way,
4: now that's <laughs> that was just almost absurd. How quickly she dispatched with Natty at that. What, what at that was it week. like
3: what, was it like 30 seconds?
4: I think so. I think I think her celebration with Dom after the match lasted longer than the actual match, Bell to Bell.
2: I, I would say there are so they, they've done a really good job in the last year or so or more getting people over like like Ove like Rove, dude. do you feel? Seth Rollins is more over than he's ever been. Gunther feels yeah. like a real legitimate heel.
4: Rhea's right behind Seth
2: R- Rhea Ripley is is over like Rover Bianca Belair is the most over like female baby face we've seen in since I don't even know forever
4: but also on the other side of it too though like the heels that they want you to despise you absolutely do despise them like you know Roman Reigns Domin- Dominic Mysterio Dominic. can't can't take a breath on the microphone without, <laughs> without he's people. the most hated he is absolutely the most hated well he and has gold- x don't you think? No, no. no I think that I think so. is it.
2: No, I think that his voice I, I, is I, so. I I, no. I I think I think so. I, every time that happens when he can't speak or whatever, it, it feels like expatita. It's like expatita, Jace. The definition. No, I
3: I I I it's
2: think his voice right.
3: is so sweet. He's got a
2: nice, such a nice voice.
3: No, I think it's, it's still left over from all the things with his dad. I think it's legitimate, real. Now, they may think the things you're describing that maybe you don't love about his character may be making it easier for them to legitimately hate him. But I don't think it's – you think it's go-away heat like we just think you're talentless and we don't want you on TV? Impossible. No, I don't, I don't
4: think Impossible.
2: No, but when you can't open your mouth – and like, speak. I don't know. I, I'm getting like a tiny bit of Xbox heat from him. 10% Xbox heat. Is that fair?
3: I, I don't agree with it, but I, I mean, it's certainly more 10% than it would Who be. Who has Xbox heat now? Rhonda? She did. Yeah. I don't know about right now. I don't think right now she seems, you know what Rhonda seems like right now? Rhonda seems like she's like working her way back up. Kind of like, I'm kind of impressed with what she's been doing in the sense that it seems like she just shows up to work now. She's just like a regular person who has to show up and have random matches. Like, she's not... Doesn't it seem like that? She's a it part of a, things...
2: Like a regular wrestler now.
3: Yeah. She's a completely regular... I don't know if she does house shows or anything, but in terms of TV, how she's utilized, it seems like she's just a part of things that are like, you know, until they get there and make, have something meaningful with her and Shayna.
4: Well, something more meaningful than winning the championships? I'd say so, because who are the contenders now, right? They... They won the titles, but who are the teams that are going to be lined up to try to take those titles away from them?
3: (sighs) Good point. Very, very
4: good point. Do you think, because the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions were drafted also, do you think that uh, those NXT Women's Tag Team Champions are going to transition to be like one set for Raw, one for SmackDown like they do on the men's side, or are they going to unify those?
3: I assume they'll just leave those titles in NXT and that's that. No? Doesn't that have to be the case? Come on. We, we can't do more titles. But if, if there are more titles, we're going to be AEW in, in five minutes here. There are a lot of titles right now. <laughs> WWE has a lot of titles also. I know yeah. AEW took
4: the cake because yeah, but, but they no. have titles from other promotions that are appearing. Right. But I mean, WWE has three world titles and two world champions. So
3: <laughs> Yeah, l- let's, let's all slow down here. There's plenty of titles here too. Yeah. Um, There's a lot to go around. So, yeah, I, I am very excited, though, about the, uh, the Bloodline explosion. I just ask one thing. Can it officially be the end of Sammy and KO's involvement with the Bloodline?
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide. Jiffy Lube Car More to find coupons and start an instant online estimate visit JiffyLube.com. dot com
3: can it officially be the end of Sammy and KO's involvement with the bloodline
4: I think it is I think they have to move on right because the bloodline Roman's problems now are not external there, there's nobody there's no outside forces that he needs his family to take care of the the, the civil war that that we talked about and that we wanted to see is here. It's happening.
3: I think people are going to have to take sides and do whatever they want to do. And Sammy and KO last night seemed to say that uh, it's them and Imperium is, is where the build is. Yeah. So I think we're safe. Although dip, I have to tell you something you were very wrong about. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you declared that it was uh, Seth's gimmick was uh, over? Uh, oh told him that when he
4: said it p
2: (laughs) he he, he felt over yeah i I, i'm gonna stand by the notion that i thought that i mean i was wrong but it i I, you know the idea the idea of him going and doing like a shoot interview about his career quote unquote a work shoot interview is sort of a it it looked like it was over
4: i I i'm still not sure what gave you that impression Well, I get it. This is
2: my time. He's not doing the, ah, ah, hey, thing uh, in an interview. And he's saying, uh, you know, they're showing pictures from his childhood playing with buddy dolls saying, you know, this is is my time. I was born for this. I mean, his character with the, hey, ha, ha, would never say that. So – that's it was a one-on-one interview,
4: though. It wasn't like uh, he wasn't in front of a crowd because that's when him he does Him doing the a one-on-one stuff.
2: interview and being stalking, it like in a that's when shoot. he
4: does the maniacal stuff. Is when he's with the crowd, when he has the crowd to play off of. It didn't, didn't make sense. He does to it him in do backstage
2: him. interviews too,
4: with the crowd in the audience behind him to react to him. Well, I, I, don't there, I don't think I don't
3: we had any. I, I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying, Dip. I was just pointing out that you were wrong. Not that you were wrong for having the thought. It just didn't turn out to be that way. It turns out you know, we still, what for, we were for
4: wrong better or about, for worse. though, was that That's AJ matter. was gonna walk out as champion because they leaned so heavy into the Seth Rollins stuff.
2: What do they do with AJ Styles now? I mean, he they could have done something with him last night. They didn't. What what, what happens with AJ Styles?
4: Well, they shouldn't have. AJ belongs on Fridays. But what I did appreciate was that we got that whole conversation with Adam Pierce trying to negotiate a one-off thing for AJ to appear and actually wrestle because. Um, like he said on the phone, it would have fl- flowed in the face of what they've been trying to do with the brand split that they built up to have AJ suddenly appear on Raw just as Seth's uh, tag team partner without having to jump through at least a few hoops to get us there.
3: So you mean like that they randomly at least once tried to make it a real actual thing? <laughs> I do. I do. And I like by the way, that they- And who did Adam Pierce call about this? Adam Pierce? No, I think he said, I think they said he was on the phone with Triple H. Oh, he talked to Triple H. Got it. I think he went H- straight H- to still. the top. Um,
2: the lack of author- of actual authority figure on the show is really making it less so. I mean, they need to have some sort of legitimate authority figure on the show in, in, in story.
4: Adam <laughs> Pace is not legitimate. <laughs> I think that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> I think that is what he's saying. Yeah, I mean, they... they he goes hmm. in and out.
2: It's not part of the show. It's just like when it's convenient for them, they use him as as an authority figure.
3: Yeah, no, I I I I I've long said by the way, I, I do not say this is a slight to Adam Pierce, the guy. I think he's talented and can wrestle and is a good talker. I they've never explained who the character is. Like, listen, this isn't a real sport. We don't want a boring commissioner who's just like a face. Like they have to have a character also. They have to have an agenda. Like they Adam never Pearce said is really, why him too. Yeah, like why did Adam Pierce become like the straight shooting, legitimate force, like that's not fun. That's just not fun. That's, that's my biggest issue is that Adam Pierce's character is such that when he comes on screen, you just go, eh.
2: yeah, of course.
3: And I'm sure he's capable. If they gave him a character, they wanted to make it something. I'm sure he could do it. But like, yeah, I'm I'm with Dip on that. I don't. It's authority figure. Um. Also, Raquel. Guys, I think Raquel has a ton of potential. She's a great example of someone who, in ring and when you physically see her you go oh my god she could be something that she needs a character there is not a character there there's nothing can happen there
4: well they did her a favor though i think by freeing her from the tag team titles right she was in the temp- she was in the team with Liv she had she had a bunch of different partners on the on the main roster but we were just talking about who who could go up against Rhea you know now that Raquel is free from those championships maybe she has a singles run in her future, whether that's with or without a title, like just something, something bigger than what the tag team championships have been. Yeah. And um, I agree. I don't so think far. she
3: necessarily needs to be there either, but they just need a character for her. She's
2: too like, you know, physically, like she's, she's her physicality is such that, you know, it's up to them to fail with her. I mean, she looks right. awesome. You know, she's not the type of person that you can just, you know, have job out and just fade away. You know, it's up to them to screw it up.
3: I'm trying to remember who she reminds me of from like the 0809 diva era. There was someone who she reminds me of that like not Eve Torres, but like that was gonna some, be my guess. A little bit Eve Torres in terms of character, but I thought there was another person too that you're like, okay, I see how they're a wrestler. I see how they could beat people up. But when they're just like smiling and I I, I hate to be lazy. Is it Victoria? No, no, because Victoria, Victoria didn't have, Victoria's character had different things, but she was, di- she was so interesting as a wrestler. She was like a different sort of wrestler. Raquel plays bigger than Victoria does, like more dominant and imposing. I mean, I hate to be lazy. I kind of feel like she just has to be a bad guy. I agree, though. Like her pummeling people, like if she had turned on Liv Morgan and just beaten her to death, like that would have been something. Like, this is why it's easier to be a bad guy. I just it it makes sense. It's just how do you root for what's the reason I'm rooting for this giant who can beat up everybody? You you would think. It's it's tough. So uh let's get to the uh AEW of it all, which had some some interesting things, including another random surprise uh women's title loss. Jade yeah. Cargill loses the TBS championship because After of After successfully defending it. Yeah, because of the the flawed open challenge you have to watch out for um i don't is there is there a reason for it i mean i guess it's to give her something also like how long do you win for forever is it possible that she's on
4: on the way out so they need to get the title off of her i don't think so I, i i wouldn't think so but i mean it just feels like like right like there was no build to the loss um She's never even hinted at going after the the bigger title,
3: but she's protected by the way the loss happened. Why bother? Yes.
4: That's true. So, so does know? she go right back for the TBS title?
3: Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just to start moving her on to other things. Um, but oh, there were two two new women's champions, right? And Tony Storm yeah. won the title as well, and that was a really short match too. It was like a, that was like a five minute match. Um. But I think the uh did I did not see Cole and Jericho. How did it turn out? I've not watched it yet.
4: I have not I didn't it see it yet yeah. either. But on um, the Discord, I was excited to watch it and then you know, the Discord told me to you know,
3: skip it. They said skip it? It was that <laughs> They said skip it. I watched the entrances and then fell asleep. It was that night. It was like late at night. So I haven't gotten to go back and see. Uh but I'll tell you what, the main event was a lot of fun. Which one? There was a double main event. Or are you saying both of them? no events. because I didn't watch the second main event so the main event main event I'm good on the Blackpool Combat Club uh, <laughs> right. I loved I loved the finish to the title match I loved Max slipping the title in on the coffin drop I thought that was listen whenever you can come up with something different and like that was just a thoughtful thing to do because what's the downside of Darby's move his back is completely turned coming. to the ring Yep.
2: it was amazing
3: yeah it, it was a that that was a really, really cool finish to that match and a fun and a fun match in general, yeah,
4: if I had to nitpick, I would have just pinned Darby right after instead of going for like the headlock takeover, but doesn't matter if got the job done either way
3: yeah I, I I hear yeah that's that that is a small thing. I'm good with either one, sort it sort of makes Darby look strong that like he felt like he still had to do that to put him away, mm-hmm. because I guess the impact of the back to the title i mean it's bad, but like I see why you'd still need a little more there. Um,
2: I've done that a few times. It doesn't hurt as much as it looks like.
3: What the 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 coffin drop on the title? Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: uh, you know, I, I'll tell you the one thing I had ne- I had never oddly seen before, and it would it would make the tope suicida or whatever when it, when they go over the top instead of going through the ropes. Sammy, this is a really niche thing that happened in the match, but like him grabbing the ropes and, and like leaping over in that 360 and that uh, like twirly thing. Did you see that? I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Did you see that move when he, he it was, looked like he was going to do a tope suicida and then he grabbed the ropes when he was coming over them and like
4: I didn't did that, that. S-
2: like spiral thing? I
4: mean, dude, these guys are. I crazy. know the movie you're talking about, but I don't I didn't know if I noticed that he grabbed the rope before he did it i mean i i I don't
2: know they all make the canadian destroyer
3: look amazing you're not going to see that anywhere else on television i'm sorry no i mean the unreal television no on wrestling television (laughs) no i mean mean, my guess you you don't watch you don't watch ring of honor you're not watching impact i'm just i'm just you know
4: I feel like NXT, that was a takeover style, like old, old NXT. It might, it may be even current NXT I mean, type the, of match too. The,
2: the one, the one criticism you can make of that, of that, of the pay-per-view itself, the eight double or nothing, but specifically the, the four way at the end was, it was a spot fest. Okay. But mm-hmm. I mean, the risks that these people are taking with their bodies is unmatched. I mean, it's crazy. Move.
4: I don't know, man. Did you see that? Did you see that uh last man standing between Ilya Dragunov and, and Dijak? No. That is an insane match. You talk about like I'll watch it. risk, I'll watch risk it. to your body. When you say the risk to your body is unmatched, I'll just say they might have matched or exceeded it in that match because that <laughs> that was just insane. And Ilya was well, that? Saddle- uh, Battleground? That was Battleground. Also on uh, so I night. have
2: to watch that still.
4: Ilya, if if and when and if he touches the main roster, that will truly be like unlike anything most people have seen if they're not watching him already, because that that is a man who truly risks it all, like with He's every great. with every move, no wasted motion. It, and it was, that match was incredible. Not to take away from what you're saying about double or nothing, but it yeah. did remind me of the Ilya Dijak match.
2: But you watch these matches that the four, like you watch that that main event on Double or Nothing. You're like, I, I don't even like it. How 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 long could the careers of these? I mean, Max keeps it, plays <laughs> that's it the safe. Thing. Max plays it safe. Well, yeah, Sammy Max is not the, the only one. Max
3: is not the other three. No, Max, exactly. Max is a wrestler. He's not a stunt man. With all due respect, no. I'm not trying to diss the other three, but like Sammy, they can all wrestle, but they all also all do stunts. Like it's it's crazy. It's crazy, and I mean that's why I like it. But at the same time. Whenever you say you always go back to you can't get stuff like that anywhere else and you're right but also it's just like yeah because you shouldn't really do that very often it's absolutely you can insane. only get it, you can only get it for like a couple of years and then it's dangerous it's it's really it, it it could be bad also if if not done well like i thought the one on i thought this weekend's was pretty good but if done too often it's bad storytelling it's just sort of craziness not real storytelling, um, but in this case, I thought it was really good. I thought it was a really entertaining main event. Oh, and I see Sammy Guevara is expecting a child. Yeah, congratulations. He should have laid down, <laughs> he, he, like like he was told. Not
4: that, not that he was ordered to do something and should have done it, but I mean, it was a compelling argument. You get, you can use a couple more dollars headed your way if. Uh, well, and you and got by the way, coming. you're in the same place now. Right, he I still love win. that match. You don't get the match. championship bonus and you don't get the extra couple of dollars for, for your child that's coming. Now,
3: is it is it true that the, the are the pictures that I was sent of the hard cam side at AW real? I saw those. Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: Did you is see that, the pictures or were you at the event? Like you saw They're
2: real. They're real because I saw somebody like uh from there or something, and I saw the I saw it and I was like, Oh, oh.
4: Did you see
3: the Master G? I did. I mean, hard cam side's just empty.
4: I did, but I mean, honestly, though, does that matter? I don't know if it does.
3: It's in, it's not good to see. Yeah, I mean, that's that. It's it's definitely not good to see. It's,
4: it's not. not but what does that take away from what happened? Like, what does Nothing. that take away from the no, action? Not the, we're not making that argument. No, no. no. What I'm saying, like, you know, I see people on the internet, you know, making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, you know. It might say something to like the way the business is run over there and like AEW as a company. But I mean, for the most part, with both of these companies, with all these companies, really, even though I do pay attention to those details, I try to lean into like the show and what I'm getting on screen. And like if, you know, if people aren't there to see it, that's not really.
2: We know, Ashija, you're, you're a gigantic market. Yeah, no, <laughs> I really don't care about whether or not
4: people are there to see
3: yeah, you did, you, the action. You did. You're good. As long as they keep, you just don't, you just, it's going to be interesting with the all-in show coming up.
4: I, I think all-in is safe though, right? They said that, that you they're know. basically sold out. Yeah. But I think that's what makes it, what makes it interesting though is that like, if they could do that over there, they should be able to do it over here. And that's, that's the only thing to me that makes these ticket sales, the ticket sales argument and the ratings argument and the, those kind of arguments interesting is because people, like that's, that's AEW survival right there, right? Like, they have to they have to drive revenue somehow. So if they're not doing it, then that's what puts them in danger. And that's what makes it, you know, interesting or slash something that we need to be paying attention to. But, again, I don't think, you know, for that one night, which should have been one of their biggest nights, for them to have the hard camera side looking like that, it didn't take away from, from what I saw from the show at all. So whatever hopefully they bounce back but
3: you know can i just say uh, what i think it is though
4: structural changes
3: look i just i i just think they they run the same markets too often like well yeah they're, they're obsessed with the, these events in vegas I, eventually it wears out a little bit
4: yeah Vegas. I mean, dip, you, dip, you, didn't, dip, you
3: didn't feel like going to vegas this time
2: you've done it i really wanted to i really wanted to go but it was just and i, I didn't i couldn't get myself but in
3: the in the end whatever the reason was you weren't able to do it Obviously, there are other people who have been to a bunch of them that felt the same way. You know, like it's just like it is hard to do it over and over again in the same place. Now, Chicago is like sort of a cheat code. It seems like they can run Chicago every week, but it doesn't seem that every other place is like that. So I just, they just may go a little bit too hard in these very specific places. Maybe they could benefit from having like a sort of hybrid,
4: or not even a hybrid, like the NXT model, right? Where they have like a home base that they run shows out of. Um, and then travel for the bigger shows or like you know when they do like special dynamite special episodes of dynamite that are like themed travel for those um and just do like the basic standard week to week dynamites out of daily's place even or somewhere where um they can guarantee that that the crowd will look full that the seats will be filled um and that people are going to enjoy the action cuz i think i think there is something to be said about what you said the, them running the same markets because they got sixty thousand people to go to Wembley like that because they don't go to yeah. the UK. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the UK, right? Is it's, an, it's it it's for something. some wrestling action. Um, guys, so, I'm sorry oh, yeah. this summer. I'm sorry we didn't get to more bagel talk this week. Um, but the good news is the Jew World Order is getting together this weekend, so there'll be oh, a, yeah. a lot of food conversation next week. What meals were had, what bagels were consumed, what crazy things were said. So don't worry. Next week, there'll be a lot. Um, and we'll get to uh, mailbag, Black Power rankings, and other things on the uh, something going on Friday edition of the show. Uh, there is a lot, a lot to cover this week, a lot to deal with. And we didn't, and we didn't talk about it, but
4: I do want to shout out uh, our guest from the last week's Friday episode, Carmelo Hayes, successfully defended his NXT championship uh, at home. Oh, you knew in it. Boston. You knew it was happening. Right. Things didn't go so well for the home team in Boston last night, but uh, all, right, all right. we don't need to bring on up Sunday stuff. On Sunday, though. <laughs> Carmelo on Sunday did this thing. home.
3: Nah, congrats to Carmelo Hayes. What a what a cool dude that is. Um, and also, also, Dip will officially be by next week, no longer 35 at 35 Dipperston Oh. It's over. Now we need a 40 under 40. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that Rosenberg beats at gmail.com of course you can find us in the discord as well and we'll be back with you guys on Friday do us a favor though and um and stay made take it easy ladies y'all. and gentlemen this is the main event of the evening at this time I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the Majesty. of makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together also ladies and gentlemen at this time i would like to introduce shout out to that guy red red Heart is
4: the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form midge